The Mandalorian's collision course with Boba Fett this season will reveal a past rematch between Tamara Morrison's adult bounty hunter and the Jedi who ruined his life with his Papa Jango on Kamino, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Setting up Ewan McGregor's solo spinoff series. <laughs> Welcome back to Boo Rockstars. The only thing better than an episode of Wild Speculation about the Mandalorian Season 2 is a Halloween-themed episode of Wild Speculation about the Mandalorian Season 2, or as I call it, Season Boo. I am the heavy microphone breathing, wild heart thieving, coffee stevieing host of this show, Tommy Bechtold. And this is Rogue Theory, the only show that brings you the devilishly nerdy hot takes on the topics that are to die for. With me today is the Nosferatu of new rock stars, Scaric Eric Voss. Hello, Eric. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Happy Halloween. Um, hopefully you're not too scared because there's lots of reasons to fear in this year. Yes, yes, there are. This is a very real rip from the headlines Halloween, as I say. Uh, coming up next, we have friend of the show, comedy writer, host of the Crush Fictionally podcast. Hopefully she doesn't get crushed really in real life but it's fine to have a crush on her i suppose kimberly trung kimberly hello how are you i'm good thanks good. for having me yeah all right i like your ears those are very nice uh and we are thrilled to welcome to rogue theory my comedy buddy a man that i first nerded out with in a car ride to long beach comic-con and True. thus a nerd <laughs> relationship bloomed say hello to my friend and fellow comedy nerd tom michelson hello tom how are you hello everybody thanks for having me i, I this is my first time i knew rockstar so i wanted to make sure that i was dressed up but also this is my halloween costume tommy hold on Ooh. <clears throat> I'm John Wick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nice. Yes, you are. You look outstanding. I I should have worn a costume. <laughs> I definitely should have worn a costume. This, this I didn't is... want to, I didn't want to have the wig on first. It'd be too jarring if I pulled it off. Right? The, the show went off. Like I wish you I wish show. you had just shocked everyone. Yeah, that would that would have been wonderful. We we're gonna get going, but first, uh, I believe Eric, you have some things you'd like to say. Oh, uh, yeah. I I couldn't go uh, full out with my costume because uh, you may notice I'm wearing this amazing. Amazingly cozy, perfectly fitting, this is the way Mandalorian shirt. This is actually from New Rockstar's new official merch store that we're launching. Whoa. You can find it at newrockstarsmerch.com. And this uh, Mandalorian shirt is our limited edition collectible latest obsession offer. It's uh, We're only making a limited amount of these. You got to yes. get them before they come back. Uh, I, d I just love this. It's nice to have a very comfortable, actually good nerd fitting shirts that, you know, I don't have to like brave a hot topic to go try to find. Um, and a nice little bonus when you buy this particular shirt you can add on at checkout a special custom shout out that Tommy and I will include on screen in episodes of Wookie Leaks our Ooh. Mandalorian after show next episode's coming tomorrow after yes. the episode premiere so just get on this help support new rock stars so one day you know we don't have to scream at you about bang energy drink in the middle of every video cool that would be yeah. what, a, what a wonderful <laughs> utopia that would be for us <laughs> oh, uh, please one day <laughs> you know but I'll never stop raving about ball trimmers so Manscaped you're safe with 
with me. Guys, search search that merch, but good luck getting those t-shirts because I've got my minions on it and they're ordering them as we speak. I'm ordering them in all sizes. I've got a planned weight loss and weight gain this year of hundreds of pounds. So I'll be down, I'll be all the way down to a child's large and all the way up to a male 7XL, which is the only way to sleep in a tent uh, and wear a tent with you at all times. All right. Let's get spooky with it and also sci-fi with it and a little bit of fantasy with a dash of Western. Season two of The Mandalorian is premiering in a matter of hours. The success of season one on Disney Plus has led to the announcement of other Star Wars spinoffs, including an Obi-Wan Kenobi series that is now in production with Ian McGregor. Uh, hello. Many believe this upcoming Mando <laughs> season will introduce us to one of these spinoffs. So please... My friends, pitch me your theories on how The Mandalorian Season 2 will set up future Star Wars titles. Eric, we're going with you first, my man. Yeah, yeah. Tommy, you may remember how last week we started exploring this idea on our first episode of WikiLeaks. And uh, the idea that I pitched is that Mando's encounter with Boba Fett this season could lead to a kind of flashback with Boba Fett's encounter with Obi-Wan Kenobi. You know, back when he was a, a little, little wee boy on uh, during uh, Attack of the Clones when they were both on Kamino. But I think the the Mandalorian's collision course with Boba Fett this season will reveal a past rematch between Tamara Morrison's adult bounty hunter and the Jedi who ruined his life with his Papa Jango on Kamino, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Hello there. Setting up Ewan McGregor's solo spinoff series. So what do we know about this Kenobi series other than, you know, it's going to be dope? Well, uh, it's going to be reportedly set 11 years before A New Hope. So that would be after Order 66 and Revenge of the Sith. And, uh, after Obi-Wan left baby Luke with, uh, I think it was Joel Edgerton and uh, Nexium Bonnie. Yes. Right? I think those were the two. <laughs> um, and I think we're about to learn that Ben Kenobi didn't spend several years just in a desert creeping on Luke from the other side of Beggar's Canyon, learning how to imitate <laughs> a crate dragon roar to scare off some Jawas. <laughs> That's not what yeah. he's doing. This guy's got, he's full of adventures. And uh, Obi-Wan and Boba Fett have only crossed paths, as I mentioned on screen when Boba was a kid. He was escaping with his dad on Slave One from Kamino, but I think adult Boba Fett didn't show up until Empire Strikes Back, and that would be after Obi-Wan's death on the Death Star, though George Lucas did insert Boba Fett back into A New Hope in one of the restored editions in that scene with uh, Han Solo and Jabba the Hutt, Um, but I do think we're going to see what adult Boba Fett was up to on Tatooine during the years Obi-Wan was there, and the way Rebels kind of gave us an amazing Tatooine rematch between Obi-Wan and Maul. I think we're going to see a live action rematch set in those early years with the son, Boba Fett, still angry over the Jedi, slicing off his papa's head on Geonosis, and he seeks out Mace Windu. Mace Windu was uh, thrown out a window on Coruscant, and then instead he traces down one of the few Jedi left, Kenobi, on Tatooine. And I think this is going to be a story told by Boba Fett to Mando. As I speculated in uh, some of the trailer breakdowns, we do know Mando is going to return to Tatooine, maybe run into the remnants of Jabba the Hutt's criminal network that could lead him to Boba Fett, who, if you remember, is a clone, uh, and he may be able to give Mando answers on why that guy, Dr. Pershing, who was wearing a Kamino patch, was studying the child in Episode 3 of Season 1. And since Mando is also seeking answers about the Jedi, Boba Fett, he knows all about the Jedi. He's going to tell us that story about how when he, as a younger man, tried to hunt down one of the few remaining Jedi, Kenobi, who lived not too far from here, just on the other side of the canyon. And we know Baby Yoda is over 50 years old, so he might have been present for that fight between Kenobi and Boba Fett. Maybe the early years of Baby Yoda will be a subplot in the 
this Kenobi series. And I think the big twist of this Mandalorian season two will be baby Yoda communing with a force ghost that only the child can see just off screen. Mando's confused as hell. What is this kid smiling at? But we just hear Ewan McGregor's voice saying, hello there, old friend. And then we cut to black. Wow. Wow. That is a lot to process. Very exciting for me. I I love uh, just the idea of of bringing back these characters in a way that does not feel uh too convenient you know it doesn't feel too forced like that that's a thinking man's thinking person star wars right there you really gotta put the pieces together i'm not gonna give you any uh treats or tricks the tricks and treats today will be awarded by my friend and star of the mandalorian baby yoda Uh, (laughs) whoa you got him i got him and supposedly he should talk (gasps) <gasps> oh, oh my god you know god. what he said he said you get three treats you get three rogues three for that treats. one great job baby thanks yoda. baby yoda oh he responded oh he's still talking he's very oh, he's still excited talking wow, look, he's, he's a got his chatty kathy all right that's enough now i said that's enough <gasps> hey don't you scream at that child so- <laughs> He's, he's very powerful. Again. This is so cute. All right, Kimberly, <laughs> what do you got for me? Okay. Well, if Eric's theory was a thinking man's theory, yes. mine is the businesswoman's theory. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, look, I hate to talk business, but I'm going to lean towards that because I think what we know about Disney and the Star Wars franchise is that they are very clever about finding new ways to take my money <laughs> and or I don't know what credits. you're talking about I don't really <laughs> like to spend a lot of money on these people the fact remains is the fact remains is that Rosario Dawson is a big name. Mm -hmm. And to bring Rosario Dawson into season two of The Mandalorian, I don't think that's a happy accident. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, I know she's kind of been like a fan favorite. People have been trying to talk her into doing or or joining the the franchise for years now, and she's finally joining. But again, I don't think that's a happy accident. Mm -hmm. I think that is on purpose. And I think it's because they're setting her up for her own spinoff for Ahsoka. Uh And... Uh, look, I personally think that Ahsoka is a character that fans want to see brought to life in form of live action. I personally would love to see that. Um, and I think there's an opportunity here for us to see if we look at the age of Rosario Dawson, right? She's 40 and she's looking fantastic. But can we see an older Ahsoka character storyline in a spinoff from the Mandalorian season two absa freaking lootly I think is yeah. the answer uh, and then last but not least Ahsoka's a badass character and I think we would just all love to see her especially Rosario Dawson who quite frankly looks like her real life doppelganger mm. uh, play that role so I'm very excited that's my pitch that's my theory my businesswoman theory I, I have spoken that is uh 
Listen, I'd love to do business. I think that is a great <laughs> idea. We are buying that. We are buying anything with Rosario Dawson in it, uh, including if they want to make a few more Clerks movies. I would advise against it, but I'll go. I'll still pay for it because <laughs> I love her. Clerks. Uh, <laughs> she can be in anything, uh, especially if it's a, a, a show where we can see her every week. I'm all. I'm down for that. I love. Uh, you know, the, the entertainment industry is fascinating to me as well. So I like, you know, thinking about it logically from an economic standpoint. I love that theory. But it doesn't matter what I think, Kimberly. Ultimately, it matters what the child thinks. So let's see what the child says. Wow. That's that's gut-wrenching content right there, says guys. It all. The, the child says, you get three treats as well. Three treats for your idea. Ooh. Quiet, child. Quiet. <laughs> We've got more show to do now. Three treats for your theory as well. Anything with Rosario Dawson is automatically going to get three treats from me. Uh, and not a treat more. Child, please. Uh, Tom, you're bringing us home. What do you got for me? All right, hopefully uh, Baby Yoda likes this. Um, well, you know, what? we know what season two is going to be about. It's going to be about the man, Mando and the child on the run um, mm -hmm. with bounties on their heads. Yes. And that's going to bring out every bounty hunter, pirate, and scoundrel in the galaxy. And who's the biggest scoundrel out there that we know? Lando Calrissian. Yes. <laughs> I think that... I think at some point, maybe, uh, you know, they'll, uh, the child will be in danger. Maybe Mando will be defeated or, like, gone mm -hmm. or something. And I think that uh, the child will, will be defenseless as we see this, like, shadowy figure walking up. And then we're going um, to see the, the feet approaching, kind of like with Boba Fett approaching um, Fennec Shan in season one. Mm -hmm. And uh, as the feet come closer, Baby Yoda looks up, and we're just going to hear, Hello. What do we have here? And it'll be Lando. Yeah. And I think that's how they're going to introduce Donald Glover's uh, version. Because as we know, we don't really know what he's been up to since uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, right. uh, he's he was on Endor. And then the next time we see him, he's on a sandcrawler in episode nine saying, give Leia my love. Right? Mm. We don't really know what he's been doing. We don't even know how many other robots he's been banging in the meantime. But these are the things that we need to know. <laughs> we right? can these only the, hope it's a lot. This is why we watch Disney Plus to find out these answers. Yeah. Right? I, so. I think every parent that signs up for a Disney Plus subscription <laughs> says, I need answers on the human to robot intercourse or I'm canceling. And you know what? Answer it for me across all titles. I want to find out what's going on in Lion Guard. Are they, are they, are they building robots yet? And what's going on with them? What's going on in, uh, in the Frozen Saga? Is there an element of robot human love that we can introduce to Arendelle? I don't know. I'm not sure. Tom, wait to ingratiate yourself with the new Rockstars universe by introducing <laughs> interspecies sex, which is something that they're going to love in the comment section. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, I would love to see, like, whatever the explanation is to have, like, Billy D. Williams play the character in Return of the Jedi. And yes. but before Billy D. comes back in The Rise of Skywalker, <laughs> Donald Glover comes in, like, to be like, I took a de aging potion. Or, like, yes. they just don't explain it at all. Because yeah. Donald Glover's they impression should, was, awesome i don't need it was it was incredible totally, they should totally. literally just do the adam scott bradley cooper explanation from wet hot american summer and just be like wow you got a lot of face surgery yes i did okay that's it <laughs> anyway yeah, yeah, yeah. that's all <laughs> and then never address it again uh it's not up to me as we said it's always up to the child here tom and okay. uh we don't we don't take it easy on you just because this is your first show so the child will be right. fair Ooh, i think that's fair Wow. Wow. Just really 
incredible content from the child right now. I mean, they said that he had 27. I say he. I'm not really sure. They said the child has. Whoa, the child just did a magic trick. You guys missed it. Uh, sorry that we had that off camera. He says uh, you get three. Three treats as well. It's a clean three treat sweep. Nice. It's a three treat sweep. Thanks, you hear? All right. Great. Uh, so we're all knotted up at threes, and we're going to move on to our next question. But first, it's time for me to talk about some products I'm very passionate about, starting with our friends at Blue Chew. And for Halloween, we'll call it Boo Chew. Thank you for sponsoring the quiet this is first of all we gotta plug we gotta plug our child's ears for this one okay put you over there you, you can't hear this because papa's about to say some inappropriate things thanks to our friends at blue chew for sponsoring this episode we've talked more times than it's healthy about the fact that if there's a baby yoda that means that probably someone that looks like yoda had sex at some point <laughs> yes insert myself i will uh and uh, wherever those two magical green creatures were copulating we hope it was confident confidently we hope it was confidently because we all want to be confident in the bedroom the force is strong with you all right blue chews brings you the first chewable with the same fda approved active ingredients as viagra and cialis because if you're too much of a little baby boy to swallow a pill we have to make it easy on you so you can chew it i don't want to swallow a pill to get a boner i gotta chop chop it grow up I mainline my blue chew. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Go ahead, eat a full meal and then take a blue chew, you psychopath. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. I love to eat a full rotisserie chicken before I take a blue chew. It's just something I do. Am I taking the blue chew for any reason? No, I'm not. I currently live with my parents, okay? The idea of having sex in the house where my parents live would honestly be fine by me at this point. I'm very desperate. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians. That's great. No rogue doctors here. So you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare it and they ship it right to you in a discreet package. And again, Blue Chew, if you're listening, you go ahead and write that right on the box. This boy's going to Boner Town. These are Blue Chews. This is a one-way ticket to the Polar Express, or should I say the Boner Express. No awkwardness. You don't need to leave the house. Stay inside. Pop a blue chew. Make a long weekend of it. Put on the Lord of the Rings on your HBO Max and just blue chew it out. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, and God, I know I could, blue chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Nine out of ten adult Yodas agree. If you got to get it on, you got to get it on with Blue Chew. Ah, right now we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ROGUE. Just pay $5 shipping. That's what? five bucks for a full staff, all right? Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code ROGUE to try it free. If you can't pay $5 for a boner, I don't know what to tell you, okay? I don't know what to tell you. All right. Next up. This isn't about boners, but it is about getting sprung for shipping. The holiday season is right around the corner, and this year, people will be buying more stuff online than ever before. If you're an e-commerce seller that wants to be ready to meet the demands of a record-breaking online shopping season, let ShipStation 
help. ShipStation helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping, and keep customers happy. And what do we always say, guys? You gotta keep your customers happy. They'll get you the shipping rates normally reserved for Fortune 500 companies. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders, manage orders, and get your product to happy customers and just a few clicks. Click, click, click. I shipped it out to my customers. I'm not using some terrible service. 15 clicks. This one, just a few. They work with all the major carriers, and their interface brings your products together, whether you're selling them on Etsy, Amazon, or your own website, like my personal website, Slugs, and more. ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. And right now, Rogue Theory listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use offer code ROGUE. Make sure your business is ready to meet the demands of a massive online shopping season. Get started at ShipStation.com today. Click on the microphone at the top of the page, type in ROGUE, that's ShipStation.com, then enter the offer code ROGUE, ShipStation.com, make ship happen. It's winter time, everyone, and we're all feeling like we can... Take some liberties with our body. Let some things grow out. Let some things expand outward. Let some things relax. And I got to tell you, not okay. And I'm pleased to bring you the breaking news of a new Manscaped product alert that has nothing to do with that. As reported in all the industry trades like Variety Magazine, Enter Tribment Weekly, Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Trimmer. Keep your ear oh. and nose hair looking as great as the other clean-shaven parts of your body. If you're like me, you like to resemble an Egyptian cat. Not a lot of hair, but a lot of mystery, okay? Some some very devious eyes, sunken features, and utterly hairless everywhere else, okay? Nobody wants long booger bristles, okay? Other people agree. 79% of partners polled say long nose hair is a major turnoff. And let me tell you about the other 21%. They're lying. 100% of people agree if you have long nose hair, it shows you don't care about the relationship please for the love of god take a weed whacker to your nostrils and i'm not gonna pull those bad boys out by hand it's tedious and it's painful and if you know me you know i'm crying seven days a week at this point there's not a dry-eyed evening for me i don't need to make it worse by pulling out my nose hairs manually when there's a great company like manscaped manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their weed whacker the nose hair and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin safe technology which prevents nicks and snags in those delicate spots the Manscaped Weed Whacker uses 360-degree rotary dual-blade system with a contour design to enhance the trimming experience. And who has not thought to themselves, the trimming experience is pretty great, but if there was a way to enhance it, I would give them all of my money. It's waterproof, so it's easy to use and clean, and it has a rechargeable battery that lasts up to 90 minutes. And as I always remind you, if you are trimming your nose hair and your ear hair for 90 minutes or more than 15 minutes, see a doctor. There's something wrong with you. <laughs> it's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker, get 20% off and free shipping with the code RogueTheory at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the code RogueTheory. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Whack those weeds. Yeah! <laughs> whack them. Whack them all. Okay, now it's time to talk Discord. Guys, we're going to get to our Discord Rogue Theory, but first I want to mention on the sports thread of Discord, this week I'm introducing a football pick contest. Saturday night I'm going to make a football pick video, put it up on there sometime Sunday morning. You guys will have the option to pick against me or pick with me. I'm going to keep track of everyone's scores, and at the end of the season... 
I'll think of some prize. There's got to be some nerdy thing in my collection I can give to one of you to satiate your nerdy desires. Maybe it's a comic book. Maybe it's a lock of my hair. Maybe I just take a weed whacker, carve out my nose hairs, put them in a Ziploc bag, and give them to the winner. That's currency somewhere in Belarus. Nose hairs. My nose hair is like gold in Belarus. Anyway, quick shout out to our patron, Civil Unrest, who won this week's Discord Rogue Theory Contest on our patron-only Discord server. Their pitch for a Mandalorian Season 2 plot included both a fake and real Boba Fett and a cameo from a mysterious blue lightsaber wielder. I think I know who that is. So play along in future Rogue Theories. Become a patron by going to patreon.com slash newrockstars. And speaking of lightsabers, my spooky friends... You didn't think I was going to leave the Halloween themes of this episode behind, did you? Question two is positively ghoulish. Season one of The Mandalorian ended with Moff Gideon surviving the TIE fighter crash and hacking his way out of the ship with the Darksaber. The ancient black lightsaber passed down through generations of Mandalorians and last seen in the animated Star Wars Rebel series... Being wielded by Bo-Katan, who will be played by Katie Sackhoff in Season 2. So, how did uh, Imperial Officer Moff Gideon get the Darksaber? Tom, why don't you lead us off this time? (laughs) Okay, well, um, yeah, so what do we know about the Darksaber? So, it was the first lightsaber made by the first uh, Jedi Mandalorian, Tar Vizsla. And when he died, his descendants from House Vizsla, who ended up creating Death Watch, um, stole the saber. and They used it as a symbol of um, power and leadership and whoever holds it rules Mandalore. So what if during the siege of Mandalore, uh, Moff Gideon actually stole it because, drum roll, he is a Mandalorian. Oh my. Not only that, uh, what if he's a descendant of House Vizsla? That would make him the true heir to the throne and the blade, um, even though him using the, the, the Dark Saber as part of the Empire is total sacrilege. Um, but, you know, we've seen precedent of this before, like with Rebels when Sabine Wren, um, you know, was part of the Empire for a while. So we know that the Empire was, um, you know, was taking Mandalorians and uh, moving them into the fold. And so, and if this is true, that actually would have really interesting symmetry with Din Jaren's origins. You know, here he is, he's a foundling, not someone from Mandalore who was raised in the culture and who um, now has become kind of the pinnacle of what the, what a Mandalorian really is. And now we have Moff Gideon, who, if it's true, is, is a Mandalorian with a claim to the throne and the Darksaber, but he's someone who's betrayed his people, who've left them behind, and now it'll be a battle of who is the real Mandalorian. Someone raised as a Mandalorian or mm. someone who is technically a Mandalorian, but gave that life up. And I think that'd be really interesting uh, yeah. for season two. Awesome. I That's a cool theory. Love it. Yes, that is a wonderful theory. I uh, I mean, I think that would be one of the great twists if that ended up being true. I mean, that, I think people would be talking about that forever. Uh, I had to put the child to sleep. The child needed to take a nap. <laughs> so instead, the, uh, the treats are going to be handed out via this terrifying eye thing I found at Target. <laughs> Yes. Ooh. Nice. Look how it's scary like a, it is. It's like a steampunk eye of Agamotto. Yes. <laughs> I think it's a retina scanner. Uh, no, it says no thanks to me. <laughs> wow. Terrifying. The eye that sees all says, shut up. Uh, <laughs> it says you get two treats for that theory. Two sweet yeah. treats. No tricks. 
So that brings you to a total of five treats, Tom. Wonderful nice. work. Kimberly, follow that. I dare you. <laughs> well, I think I have a simpler theory. Hmm. And uh, you know the phrase, drive it like you stole it? Yeah. I think Moff Gideon is wielding the Darksaber like he stole it Ooh. off of old Bo-Katan yeah. mm-hmm. and she is alive and she's a prisoner of war mm. but the New Republic is allowing it because they want to see if they can get some benefit off of her you know this post-war like prisoner exchange type thing mm. so that's my theory and I uh. think for the meantime he's like you know I might as well use a six sword it's a pretty sick saber, <laughs> yeah. so I'm just gonna use it to my benefit. Yeah, and I have spoken. I well, this is the way. I this is the uh, way. Anyone who quotes Nick Nolte is good in my book. I think. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I love it. I I love the idea of it, of him just stealing it and being like, I better use this till I get in trouble. <laughs> like, it reminds me of like a teenage, like teenagers stealing a boat or something. Uh, I like it, but it's not up to me. It's up to uh, it's up to this eye. The yeah, retina eye scanner. And it's okay. uh, it, it'll work. Don't worry. Okay. Oh. Oh, it makes eye puns too, which is the fun thing. <laughs> Oh, oh my like Optimus God. Prime. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's, it can really do it yeah. all. Uh, and I think what that <laughs> meant, I think with all the eye puns, what that meant is he's awarding you two treats, two treats as well, two treats, two treats for you, a total of five yeah. treats as well. Eric, no pressure, but if you don't get two treats here, you'll be firmly in the basement. Oh, <laughs> my God. What and if I like the basement, it in the basement? The basement's where oh. Jigsaw plays. Oh, uh, no, I don't like it down there. Not with him. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, here's my thinking. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito has been, um, you know, hinting at the fact that there's going to be some kind of lightsaber duel. And mm-hmm. I think one of the missteps of the sequel series is that, like, pretty much anyone can pick up a lightsaber at any point who aren't Jedi. Like, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be, like, a sacred thing. The only people who pick up Jedi are supposed to be Jedi themselves. And I was excited to see Finn pick it up and ignite it. But, like, he wasn't yep. a Jedi. And they just kind of, like, ignored the importance of that moving on. Right. So I'm thinking that in order to have his hands and be able to effectively wield this uh i kind of want moff gideon to be a former jedi uh or or at least a a jedi youngling or a padawan who is at the jedi temple at the moment of order 66 um kind of like as we've seen in in jedi fallen order but he becomes an inquisitor right so maybe he's like an inquisitor who's working uh, uh for the empire he's someone who is helping the empire hunt down other former jedi to to take them out and that's how he gets to this moth position he's he's rewarded with this position for being such a valuable asset to palpatine um and it's possible that the dark saber we're seeing uh, it either could be the dark saber it's also possible that it's like a replica he built uh from the dark saber uh using his own black kyber crystal that he got from ilum which is a planet they might be visiting but it could be the dark saber we'll, we'll see which is true between those but i think his goal is to start a new sith order uh uh, that is in the name of Palpatine. Even though Palpatine's believed to be dead here, oh. I think one of his like uh, his dying wishes is to start a new Sith Order, and that uh, that is going to be the mission overtaken by Moff Gideon, and that is why he wants the child because he knows this child is Force sensitive, and he's trying to 
track it down because that's going to be uh, a keystone to whatever new school of thought that he oh builds. Are you saying he might turn the child into a Sith? I think that's the goal, yeah. Whoa. I mean, the kid seems very impressionable. Child? He's only 50 years old, you know. He can, oh he, he can feed his mind man. with all kinds of horrible things. This child just put a, a, a chill in Dar. my spine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. no. They're kissing. Oh, God. Oh, no. crossover we never thought we wanted or needed, Eric. Two treats for you too. Oh my Sorry. god, disgusting. Well, if the eye is a robot, that's actually pretty cool. Actually, the I funny like thing is, more of that. Baby Yoda is fifteen or fifty, but the eye is only seventeen, so it is still inappropriate. Hey, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. All right, moving on. We'll cut that out for time, I'm sure. Ah, Keep right. it. Here's our rope. This is staying in, John and. Stay, leave it in. All right, here's our road question, guys. Great answers. We're all tied up at five. You know me. I'm very, uh, I'm very even keel about my roguey giving until the end when I become cutthroat, murderous, evil. Our road question: James Gunn tweeted this week that he was given the freedom to kill any character he wanted by DC. What if he chose Wonder Woman and Warner Brothers in the upcoming <laughs> The Suicide Squad? He's like, I actually just want your bottom line to fail. I kill Wonder Woman. Uh, if you could direct an installment of any franchise and kill off any character you'd like, who would it be and why? I, for me, um, I would want to take over uh, a Pixar film, the Toy Story series, ah. and I want to kill off all of humanity <laughs> in the Toy Story series so that it becomes the Cars universe and now animatronic, or not animatronic, uh, 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 inanimate objects are yes. actually alive and they inherit the earth. <laughs> They're all just, every the toy is just movie. always walking around yes. talking. There's yep, just yep, nothing yep. stopping the toys. <laughs> They're just toys. Oh, They're it. all toys. Ka-chow! I love it. <laughs> uh, well, for mine here, I need my wig for mine because it's oh. related. It's related to mine. Sorry, hold on. Okay, Mr. Wick. So, wow, welcome back, John. Welcome back. Hello. So um, my theory, uh, my theory, yeah, my, my idea is if I could direct a John Wick movie mm. and kill John Wick because... Oh then his dog would take up the revenge story and then kill everyone who killed him. Oh. It would be, and it would not be like Air Bud, it'd be more like Homeward Bound, where it's like wow. real. And yeah, and we would watch the, we'd watch his dog go on a spree to get revenge on his owner, John Wick. A dog Whoa. spree. <laughs> wow. I recently watched the latest Terminator movie, Terminator mm. Dark Fate. Mm. And it got me thinking, I'd love to direct a Terminator movie, but kill off Sarah Connor. Oh. Like, actually kill off Sarah Connor. I love her character. I actually think that the latest movie, I I sat there and I was like, why doesn't he just kill her as well? He came all the way here to wherever they are, Mexico? Hmm. He, he goes all the way to Mexico to find John Connor and the and Sarah's right there and he doesn't even kill her. Mm. So kill off Sarah Connor and see where that where that universe leads us to. Mm. Sure, yeah. Interesting. I like that. 
I like all three of them. The correct answer, unfortunately, was you kill Waldo from the Where's Waldo book. So then it just becomes <laughs> Where's. And it's an existential search <laughs> to find meaning in anything. Uh, Everyone's just standing around. No, there. I'm kidding. Of course, the correct answer is kill all humans so that toys rule the world. <laughs> yes. Toy Story. Eric Voss is our winner. Yeah. Eric, congratulations. Okay. What is your wish? your victory wish for us to do today on the show. Oh, uh, in the spirit of Halloween, I want all of us to do our evil laughter. Uh, and just like, really, you know what? This is our last one before the election. So just get out all the rage and evil dark spirits. Just vent them into the cosmos and get it out of our system. So hopefully we can enter this new era pure and without any toxicity. <laughs> Ready? Three, uh, two, one. <laughs> 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 oh, people are still going. <laughs> it's okay, Tommy. It's just, it's just okay. We didn't mean it. Okay. It's okay. It's all right. Take out, Tommy. take out the child. Tommy, the child. Tommy, hug That's the child. it for this episode of Rogue Theory. I am Tommy Bechtold. This is my son, the child. This is his boyfriend, the evil eye. <laughs> I want to thank our guests, Tom Michelson, Kimberly Trong, Eric Voss. Don't forget to subscribe to the Rogue Theory podcast feed and stay tuned to the YouTube channel for this and other shows. Follow us on Twitter at New Rockstars. Follow these fine people at their Twitter handles displayed below. Follow me at Tommy Bechtold. I'm on all major dating apps. Follow me. <laughs> Trick or treat everyone happy yep. halloween <laughs> and again go to uh, newrockstarsmerch.com check out for this kind of shirt and all yes. other kinds of cool stuff play a Gear trick up. on your credit card and treat yourself to some merch <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> good night <laughs> <laughs>